Welcome to the podcast, a podcast dedicated to highlighting the incredible students, staff, and community we have here in the Cache County School District. We are your hosts. I'm Tim Smith. And I'm Gary Thomas. Join us as we hit the road to visit schools across the district and explore what makes learning in Cache County such an awesome adventure. Today we have a special treat for everyone listening to the podcast. In this episode, we're going to be talking with Carol White, a language arts teacher at Spring Creek Middle School. Carol's been an educator for 50 years. She began her career in 1972 as a teacher at South Cache Junior High. She spent 49 of those 50 years in the Cache County School District, with the bulk of those years being at Spring Creek Middle School. Tell us a little bit about why you were originally inspired to become a teacher and why you got into education. I think a lot of it was because I had good teachers growing up. And I had, my both of my parents were in education. And many of my mom's sisters taught. So I think that was part of it. And I, we were, when I grew up, we had moved to Reno, Nevada, and my dad was at the University of Reno. Um, University of Nevada at Reno. And there was a lady there called Hazel Grubbs. And from the time we were really small, we spent time with Hazel. She did, she did one of those things where all the kids go into this lab, much like they do up at USU with the early childhood development thing. And, but Hazel and mom and dad were really good friends. And she would take us places like the planetarium and uh, all kinds of places. And, so I think that influence was also there. So. Well, that's wonderful. So you um, chose English as a subject area. I did. Tell us why. What, what about English was... I just love the literature and the fact there isn't necessarily a right answer. <laughs> and it's about, it's about the world and living and relationships. And Have you taught English classes your whole year, uh, career? Yes, and history. I had a minor in history. Okay. And my dad and mother loved history, and and some of some of the best classes I taught were history when we were teaching history. Bonnie and I did Bonnie Odd and I taught history together and used primary documents, and we had a ninety minute class that was language arts and history oh, at one right. time. Yes, at, at the middle school. Uh-huh. You've seen a, a, a nineteen seventy two until uh, two thousand twenty two. Yes. That's 50 years in education. Yes. Uh, there's been a lot of changes, Yes, I'm sure, but also things have probably stayed the same. Talk to us about that and, and what you've seen over the course of your career in education. What stands out to you? Uh, technology has definitely had a, an effect on things. Just when we were doing the Veterans Day Assembly, we used to hand out flashlights for the kids at the very end of the performance where we sing God Bless America and the lights go out and the and the flashlights come on. We started to hand those flashlights out and decided it wasn't necessary. They all had cell phones <laughs> to do that. And yeah. so uh, technology has had a huge impact on what we do. Both in the classroom, I'm assuming, oh, with yes. how you teach and mm-hmm. with how your students interact with technology in their lives. That's right. And how you prepare. We, I mean, we used to do reel-to-reel films <laughs> and push the the tape player that had a beep in it so you would advance the slide, you know? Uh-huh. I mean, it's been things like roll books. I mean, we had to calculate roll books. Like, you know, it had to add up yeah. for the audit. <laughs> yeah. So it's been amazing, all the changes. We used to type dittos. We used to work on purple dittos. 
I, re I remember those days of turning the old ditto machine and yeah. cranking those out. Mm -hmm. Carol, uh, <laughs> let's let's talk about kids a little bit because every generation says, "Oh, kids have changed." And there's there's even a book out there that says uh, "Kids these days" and and trying yes. to under. And we talk about millennials versus baby boomers and what what's changed with kids and what stayed the same. Kids' attention span is has shortened a lot. <laughs> they are they're getting such immediate immediate things in with technology just this rapid fire immediate thing. And that's hard in a classroom for them to sustain attention, to focus on a task. So how do you adjust as, uh, as a teacher for that? Well, you just insist, <laughs> <laughs> insist that yes, this has to be done. And yes, we're gonna go back and take another look at this. And we're going to, I mean, they have to focus and they need to sustain attention. Yeah. And, I imagine that <laughs> that changes your uh, need to be engaging and yes, uh, with the students and your content to be interesting to them and mm -hmm. and relevant to them. Mm -hmm. And it has to move a little more quickly. Yeah, and, and you know the use of video clips and you you have to make use of all of those things that they are interested in that they're using. Yeah. So has that been a challenge for you with the internet coming along and all of these resources to adapt? Yes. Over your career? <laughs> yes. And, uh, and I still, you know, there's still sometimes when I have to go next door and say, you've got to come and help me. <laughs> this is not working. <laughs> so you've got some teachers, uh, newer sure. teachers around you that are mm -hmm. willing to reach out and help you. And I'm sure you're willing to give them some advice and help as well. Yeah. Um, what's been the most rewarding thing about teaching over the course of your career? Watching kids thrive. Watching kids learn, the light come on in their eyes when they figure something out. The relationships with kids is what's important. It still gets you up in the morning? I haven't worked a day in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I truly think that. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. What would you say as a teacher are some of the, the attributes that are most important uh, for you to have as a teacher and, and advice you'd give to younger teachers of what they need in entering this career? Having a sense of humor. <laughs> being willing to make mistakes and own them, <laughs> even in front of a room, uh, being patient, establishing those relationships, being prepared. When you're prepared, you know, you can go with whatever happens in a room if you know where you're going next. That's probably good advice for all of us in every aspect <laughs> of our lives. Yeah. So relationships, being prepared, yeah. caring about kids. Um, so mm -hmm. great advice, I think. Um, what, are, what have been some of the challenges over your career, the big challenges you've faced? I think um, organization, being organized, and managing time, <laughs> because I think that teaching can become a 24-hour job. You're always thinking about it, always looking for things, and it, it, can, it can take your life over if you aren't careful. <laughs> yeah, you have to keep some balance there. Mm -hmm, some balance. Mm -hmm. Well, I know that teachers are super dedicated, and uh, you spend a lot of hours at this, not only during the school day when you're teaching, but you spend a lot of prep time thinking about the lessons that you're going to teach, and uh, just amazing yeah. uh, what you do. Can you think of... Uh, of a couple of examples of some impactful experiences you've had as a teacher that have kind of framed your career if you as you look back on 50 years of teaching? <laughs> oh, 
I, uh, I've been helping a student at Ridgeline High School who came here as a seventh grader and was reading at a first grade reading level. And he is going to graduate this year from Ridgeline. And you're still helping him. And I'm still helping him. We were here, we were here Wednesday night for him to practice a presentation because that's still a very difficult thing for him. And so he came and spent an hour practicing with me. So that, that one, we've had kids who, um, uh, you just take them from where they are and the progress that they make. So we've had, I've had a lot of kids to just have made progress from where they began until where they end. And it's fun to see kids out in the world, <laughs> you know, that I taught 50 years ago and they'll come up to me and say, uh, you're Mrs. White. <laughs> you know, that's really fun. Oh, that that's a very touching story that you're still working with a student uh, that you had here in high school and they're graduating and uh, it uh, that's what teaching is all about it you know, is. is making an impact in the lives of kids. Thank you. So we certainly appreciate um, all that you're doing for us. That's uh, that's meaningful. Any other experiences you've had that stick out to you in your career? I've just enjoyed being with kids and learning with them. I've enjoyed that, and I've been, I've enjoyed parents that have supported me, and and I I always think this is somebody else's child, <laughs> and so I need to take care of them. Yeah, yeah. that's great. Well, you've that's had so, you've had over the course of your career a lot of different colleagues and principals that you've worked with. Absolutely, and, yeah. Uh, been a principal yourself at a, in a part of your career. Mm-hmm. Um, Talk to us about people that have kind of stood out in your career. I know there's even members of the board that have long retired that uh, taught with you and have fond memories of teaching with you. But what is it about colleagues, and are there any colleagues that stand out to you over your career? Um, Roger Pulsifer was a was an influence for me. We worked together, and he and I he and I worked well together. He was a that was a positive thing. We had a team. When Blake Pickett was here, we worked on a team, and we had a science teacher, a math teacher, a language arts teacher. Bruce McCammon came in from the tech building. We had a social studies teacher. Uh, that was a that was a fabulous thing. <laughs> you know, we can't do that now, but that those were some of the best years of teaching when we could collaborate like that, and we had common kids, and we had a common prep, and what we were able to accomplish with that. Richard Roberts was my principal. And I still remember things that he said to me when I go to do something. I still remember things he said to me. So, and Blake Pickett had a definite impact on how I teach writing. And I still hear his voice in my head about, <laughs> about they don't have to write an entire essay. Have them write a paragraph and give them feedback, more immediate feedback. There's others, Kelly Rinlisbacher. I mean, I've been with the best. <laughs> yes, you yeah. all through my career. Yeah. Elmer Archibald was my middle school principal. And you know, some of the things he did. So, I learned from everybody I worked with. And I think that's a uh, 50 years of a career, that's what happens. You learn from the kids and you learn from the people that you that you work alongside and you've definitely had an impact uh 
on others as well. So, well, thank you. <laughs> anything about being a teacher that some people just don't understand or that goes, uh, you can explain that just our public so that they, they understand what it takes to be a teacher or teachers coming into the profession. In the summer, it's kind of like withdrawal because you've been with all of these people, like 120 kids a day, and all of a sudden you're all by yourself. And there aren't those there aren't those exchanges, emotional, and you are responsible to take care of all of those kids that are sitting in that room. It's challenging to touch base with those kids and be sure that you have, you know, every day. <laughs> and to care, a care about their learning and help them care about their learning. I, it's more com it's a complicated job <laughs> because there's so many there's so many things that you're doing all at the same time. You're trying to teach those concepts, and at the same time, you're trying to bring each individual kid with you. So that is a challenge. You've spent most of your career in middle school. All of it. All yeah. of it. Yeah, you'd mentioned you were in elementary as a principal. At I was one yes. point in your career, so that's why. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Oh yeah. What about middle schools? Do you love middle school students? Do you love? They they haven't um, they haven't lost their enthusiasm for learning. They're still curious. They're still figuring out who they are. They're still willing to to take a risk. More willing to take a risk. So yeah, yeah I really like the middle school age. Well, it's a great place to be. I'm sure. So yeah. I like the creativity of creating the, you know, look at creating the curriculum to try and engage them. Yeah. Doing that and uh, doing, not becoming so data driven that we forget that there's a human being on the other end of that. Great point. Yeah. Thank you for 50 years of great service oh, in the Cache you. County School well, District. Well, thank you for having me. And we hope we have <laughs> more years to come and, and more experiences with you as a teacher in the, in the district. So thank you for all thank you do. You. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks. I, I, I'm convinced we could do a whole show with well, you, Carol. Well, I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> we, we could sit down and we could all learn something about what it means to be a great teacher and uh, uh, what you've seen over the course of your career. Um, you're a treasure trove of, of information. Yeah, thanks. Well, what an inspiring teacher Carol is. We're lucky enough to be able to track down one of her former students, and we're even present to witness their reunion after 37 years. Rob Campbell, former seventh grade student, had Carol as a teacher and she had a major impact on him and, and what a great story. Hey, hello. How are you? Rob Campbell. Rob, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just going to refer to you as Mrs. White. That's because, great. <laughs> because that's how I know you. And yes. I, and I don't know if you. I remember you. Do you remember <laughs> yes, me? Yes, I do. <laughs> so um, I was having a conversation the, uh, the other day. And over the years, you know, you kind of go through through your life and you kind of look back on life of of people that have have had that impact as i was uh, reflecting on people that have had impact on my life you were at the one of the more impactful uh, people in my life and it's been one of those things where i've kind of gone on and 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 i've thought oh, if i ever had a chance to meet mrs white again it would be awesome it was uh, back at south cash uh, seventh grade english and it was 1985 Seventh grade, you're just trying to figure things out. You know, you're, you're, you feel just gawky and awkward. That was a, a point uh, in my life 
where I, I had just gotten some glasses back at a time when glasses weren't cool. And the thing that really made an impression on me was, was you and the belief that you instilled in me that I could be a leader of, of people and that I was worth something. Because that was a tough, tough time. And I think it's a tough time for a lot of kids. And when you recommended, I remember we were, I think we were choosing homeroom representatives or something like that. And, and you'd mentioned my name as somebody that the kids ought to consider as a, as a leader. They ended up voting for me and I was just shocked. And so anyway, I just really want to just say thank you for the impact that you've had. Up to that point in my life, I'd gone by Robert and you were the first one, you were the first person that I recall calling me Rob. And that's why I go by Rob today is because the impact that you made on my life is really, really profound because of the belief that you had in me. And I've gone on to, to have some, some good success. I'm president and CEO of Campbell Scientific now and have had the opportunity to lead a lot of people, but it starts with simple moments like that. Rob, I, I love your story. And the thing, one of the things that I love most is that when you came in here, you immediately referred to her as Mrs. White. And that says a lot uh, about the respect that you have for this lady right here in the, in the room. Mrs. White, anything to, uh, to give to us after that amazing story? It's just, I guess the small things I make a difference. I don't know. I just am glad you were in my class. <laughs> Rob, I don't know if you knew this. Um, Carol went into being a, a, a school principal, and uh, I think that was too far away from the classroom for her. And has gone back into the classroom as a teacher. And to me, that says a lot about um, what she enjoys doing. And just been an amazing educator. Could have done anything in education that she wanted, but has dedicated her life to seventh graders. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> yeah. awesome because I think that's where, I mean, really where the impact is, is, is in the classroom. That's amazing. Thank that, you. Uh, I enjoy it. I, I just, uh, uh, again, want to express my appreciation to you. It's kind of, you know, after, after 37 years, it's, um, kind of one of those things that, that you go, um, I, I, God, I don't even think that she would ever even remember me oh, from, yes. <laughs> from, because uh, I can't imagine how many students that you've had over the years. Um, but, uh, but it's been, it's been definitely one of those times where you go back and you look at, uh, at the pivotal moments and the pivotal people. And, uh, and you've been, been a very, uh, very pivotal part of my life. And so anyway, there's nothing a, a teacher likes more than to have a student come back and say thank you. And uh, so we appreciate you taking the time to write a letter and to reminisce with, with Mrs. White today. And as Tim was saying, uh, it, this is the reward for teachers. When, when they see someone who grows up to become a, a productive citizen and just a good person and they know they had a part in that, they, they played a role in that. Uh, and it's rare that as a teacher we get to, to get those thank yous, a nice card or a nice letter and an opportunity to, to just reminisce and, and talk for a few minutes. So thank you for taking some time out of your day today and spending it here with us and with Mrs. White. Okay. Yeah, you're welcome. You're very welcome. Thanks for listening to our podcast. The podcast posts bi-weekly, so make sure that you tune in and listen. And be sure to visit our website at www.ccsdut.org forward slash podcast, where there's more info about today's episode as well as pictures.